0: Hello from the members of Royce City Methodist Church. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you're blessed by this message today. You're invited to join us for worship anytime. You can learn more about our worship options, locations, and how to get plugged into the life of our church by visiting our website, RoyceCityMethodist.life. Today, we hear from our senior pastor, Reverend Chris Verson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. Oh God, we give you thanks for this Sunday. We give you thanks for every Sunday, but we thank you for the opportunity to share our faith with those who will be confirmed during the second service, but also for the opportunity for us to continue to grow in our faith and our love and service to you and our love and service to each other. So Lord, we ask that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Amen. You know, every once in a while, uh, I, I try really hard to make sure that I'm planned out for a while with the sermons that I, I preach on Sunday morning, just so I can be thinking about them uh, over the weeks and especially the, 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 the week before I preach. And I had a scripture, this one right here, the 1 Corinthians 12. No, not, not, not that one. I'm sorry. Go back. It's, it's what's listed, the Matthew nine eighteen through 26 that you may have seen. Uh, and, and it just didn't set right with me. Not that that's not a great verse. It's a great passage about Jairus and the woman who touched the hem of Jesus' robe. And it's a, it's a great passage, but it just didn't feel right for Confirmation Sunday. Uh, and one of the things that I like to do, Trace and I were gone to the Philippines for a couple of weeks, and the things that we do on vacation, not really that exciting, but we enjoy doing it, is like finding a place where we can just veg out and just be. And part of the way that I do that is that I like to read. And so I, I usually take about two or three books with me, and, and I just like to read them. And one of them is, was written by an actor by the name of Rain Wilson. Now, Rain Wilson is not a Christian. Let me go ahead and just uh, get that out there. But, but he has this new book out that talks about how we need a, a spiritual revolution. And sometimes we don't fully understand the soul that we have as, as humans, and we neglect the care of our soul. And uh, while I was reading this book, I saw a lot of Christian principles in it that I was like, man if he's just so close and he just he just misses it just just by a hair and one of them he was talking about this analogy of uh, the human body as an automobile, about how there are different parts of the automobile, different systems the the drivetrain, the the fuel system and I won't go any further because I have absolutely no idea what cars. Parts are and everything, but but he, he kept going back saying that that analogy just falls apart. That analogy just falls apart, and and finally he gets around to he says I have a great idea, the the human body, the the, the human soul, and the, the the connection that we have, it's like a human body, and, and there are all these different parts, and they they work interrelated to each other, and, and he just came up with that like on his own, and go hmm. I, I wonder where we could find something like that in Scripture. And, of course, we have that. Paul writes to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 to 20, and that's our Scripture. So I invite you to follow along in your Bibles, or you can follow along with the words that we have on the screen. And Paul writes, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. So we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we were all given to the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Now, if the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The human body has always amazed me. And I think that's probably one of the reasons uh, I'm sure that I've shared. And if you've been around for a while, you've heard, you know, when I was in high school, I I wanted to become an athletic trainer. I, I, I wanted to be a sports doctor because it was so cool. And taping up athletes, helping them diagnose what's going on and everything. and then, then I got to college and then ran into things called like biology and chemistry and those type of uh disciplines of going, yeah, that's not really for me but but I still am interested because of the interconnectedness of the human body and how it shows kind of an interconnectedness with us as well. I was looking on the web and I found from uh, reverehealth.com these uh, interesting things about the human body, such as, each individual body system works in conjunction with other body systems. The circulatory system is a good example of how body systems interact with each other. Your heart pumps blood through a complex network of blood vessels and when your blood circulates through your digestive system, for example, it picks up nutrients your body absorbed from your last meal. Your blood also carries oxygen inhaled by the lungs. Your circulatory system delivers oxygens and nutrients to the other cells of your body, then picks up any waste product created by these cells including carbon and o- dioxide, and delivers these waste products to the kidneys and lungs for disposal. Meanwhile, the circulatory system carries hormones from the endocrine system, and the Im- immune system's white blood cells fight off infections. It's just amazing. But, but it's not just how one system works well with each other. These systems that have different ideas or, or, or different functions also work well together. It goes on to saying that your skeletal system relies on your n- urinary system to remove waste products by bone cells. In return, the bones of your skeleton create structures that protect your bladder and other urinary system organs. Your circulatory system delivers oxygen rich blood to your bones. Meanwhile, your bones are busy making new blood cells. Fascinating. Just, just fascinating how every single part of the human body works in concert with each other. Every single part of the human body works in a way that helps the other areas of your body function. And we know what happens whenever one of those areas kind of breaks down. It, 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 it re- removes or, or it, it hampers the growth and the vitality of the entire body. And I I think about that when I think about the church and how important, especially on this Confirmation Sunday, for us to remember the connectedness that we have with each other. I I go back all the way to kindergarten and I remember Mrs. Wamskonskons she was my kindergarten teacher, and I know that I was a handful for her. But the thing that I remember about her is that she had one of those little flannel boards, and she would tell us stories of Jesus using this green flannel board and, and little cutouts of Jesus and the disciples and of Mary and of Paul. And we, we would gather around, and she would tell us these stories. I remember Vic Cross. Vic Cross was a a good friend of our family's. Uh, I grew up with his son, Mark. Uh, Mark was actually a day older than me, but but during junior high trips, he was always there with a joke. And he was always there just just ready to tease us, but also to share his love of God with and for us. Then I also remember before I answered my call to go to seminary at uh, Chapel Hill, Uh, Fellowship Church, Uh, two individuals by the name of Jerry and Marcia actually saw a book that they gave me after I said that I was going to go to seminary, and it was a blessing from them to me to, to take with me as I moved from Kansas all the way down here to Texas. All of them played such an important and vital role in my life that the connectedness of the church and see, as we celebrate with Haley and with Madeline and with Ryland today, about them becoming a full part of Roy City Methodist Church, we are remembered that we are connected. One of the things that I love to do during confirmation is to have uh, some members come, longtime members, come to the confirmation class and share stories with them. And this year had the honor of having Shirley, who's here, Jim who's here, Andy Weir and and uh, Pam. Davis they came and they shared stories and surely she brought this really cool memory that she had of of, uh, attendance for uh, Sunday school and and it it was maybe not that long but it was pretty pretty long of her perfect attendance of Sunday school and how she and her daughter Rebecca kept those memories and it's uh, something that that they all both said that you know growing up in the life of the church It is something that they remember, something that they value, and it's something that they want to pass on to the next generation so that they can continue to love and understand who Jesus Christ is. It reminds me of a quote by a musician by the name of Rich Mullins. Rich Mullins said this. He said, I am am a Christian not because somebody explained the nuts and bolts of Christianity, but because they were people willing to be the nuts and the bolts, we grow in our faith and we 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 learn about what it means to be a Christian. Everything, but I think we see it first. We understand it. We feel it because of each other here in this room. We see it. And we understand it. And we grow and we feel it because of the connectedness we have as. The body of Christ. You know, it's important to remember, and I've shared this with the confirmands and I've shared it with every confirmation class. Confirmation is not graduation. And what I mean by that is because you are confirmed doesn't mean that you graduate from church. It doesn't mean that you can say, well, I have it all down and I, and I got it and I understand it and so I don't have to come to church anymore. No, it is just a start. It's a start of growing. It's a start of understanding. It's, it's a continued, lifelong growing in your faith. I, I wish I could say that I knew everything. <laughs> but I think you all know I don't. <laughs> and I'm continuing to grow in my faith and my understanding of what it means to love God and what it means to love our neighbors. So why is being the body of Christ important? Well, I just shared with you a lot of it. Being a part of the body of Christ helps us to see that we depend on one another. Being a part of the body of Christ helps us to see that that we grow as we are connected. Remember seeing a video of a conference where they had some young adult speakers? And, And these young adult speakers were talking about how the importance of a church is that it gives us a place where we know that we belong. Hebrews 10, uh, chapter 10, verses 24 and 25 says it like this. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some have in the habit of doing, but but encouraging one another. And all the more you see the day approaching. When we take the opportunity to, to gather and to grow, we strengthen each other. We, we help ch- pass ideas one another, but most importantly, we share the importance of the love and grace of Jesus Christ in our lives and how we can share that love and grace with others. That encourage regular support and encouragement of Christian fellowship helps bind that together. I, I'm, I'm jealous of our youth who just came in because we're going to be commissioning them here momentarily. But I'm jealous of them because I used to do youth ministry. And one of the things that I loved about youth ministry, I love the trips that you go on because that is a way to really build in that Christian fellowship. And it really has a way for them to, to be interconnected with one another. And One of the things that I've seen over the past trips that, that Lindsay has done here recently, while the group is strong together now, when they come back, they will be even stronger. And then they will share that strength of God's love with us and with those around them. A second thing that is important about being a part of the church is that we are called to serve. If we were to go back to uh, before our passage today, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 20, to the very beginning of 1 Corinthians 12, we would see a list of all of the spiritual gifts that, that, that we are given. And those spiritual gifts are, are there for us to help each other grow and to share those gifts with others. Part of what we do when we have our Royce City Methodist 101 class is that we go over a spiritual gift inventory. And and even if you are a longtime member, I just strongly encourage you to do this. If you reach out to Michelle in the office or reach out to me, I'll make sure you get one of those spiritual gift inventories so that you can see how you are gifted and how you can use those gifts to help build up the body of Christ and build up our community. There are several different verses. I have a slide here that have the, uh, the spiritual gifts that are listed, but, but there are several passages that has different gifts listed. 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11, Romans 12, 6 through 8, and 1 Corinthians 12, 28. The different gifts include prophecy, serving, teaching, encouraging, giving, leadership, mercy, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, faith, healing, miraculous powers, distinguishing of spirits, speaking in tongues, interpretations of tongues, and helps. Every time that I go through a spiritual gift inventory with a a different group of people, that there is always an aha moment that comes over them. Oh, I guess that's why that I really like to be connected with people who are in need. Or I guess maybe that's why that I tend to gravitate on the, the organizational side of stuff In the life of the church or or maybe I I feel like a draw to teach it's because God has gifted you with many different gifts and talents and each and every one of us have different gifts just like Paul said could you imagine if all of us were just prophets or all of us were just teachers But no, it's all of the different gifts that we have and we share together that allows the church to grow. Allows the church to be strengthened. Allows the church to complete and do the mission that God has given each and every one of us. And that gives us to the last part of what it means to be the body of Christ is that we are called to share Jesus no matter who we are no matter where we are if we claim the name of Christ those of us who maybe have grown up in a tradition where you were confirmed or or maybe those of us who 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 were we became a Christian and were baptized as adults we we both said that we are now followers of who Jesus is and we share his love and message in a way that, that helps draw people to him. Romans 1:16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. We're getting ready to do something that's going to be difficult for some of our confirmants, and it's difficult each year. Because most of them have not had the opportunity to be in front of a bunch of people, but also all of them have not had the opportunity to stand up and say, this is what I believe. This is who I am following. And this is how I will share my life so that others may see Christ in and through me i kind of thrown up our, my office staff uh, this week because I also didn't do a spiritual practice sheet that I normally have done over the past few weeks, and partly because I changed the sermon, but also partly I think the spiritual practice for this week is to see how has God called and gifted you to share his love with others. I'm not saying that you need to go out and, and start inviting people left to right, although that would be a great thing to do. But to to look inside yourself and say, you know, God, you have gifted me in one way or another. How can I use that gift so that people may see Christ in me and experience his love in a new and powerful way so that when they see me, they see you within me. Let us pray. Oh God, you have blessed us in a way that allows us to be a part of a church. Whether it's maybe our first time here, or, or, or maybe it's uh, we've been visiting for quite a while, or, or maybe we have been a person who was born and grew up in this church. God, it doesn't matter who we are. We are connected to you. Your love and your grace flows in and through us, and we then share that love with others. So God, help us to explore the interconnectedness of the body of Christ. Help us to to look and to explore and to see how you have used the gifts that we have. Even though we may not have seen it yet, But the gifts that you have given each and every one of us is given to us to help build your kingdom right here and right now. To allow the love and grace of Jesus Christ to be a shining example of who you are in the midst of our life together. Lord, we pray a blessing over our confirmands today. We pray a blessing over our entire church as we grow in knowledge and love of you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.